everybody, Josh Sigerson, World Alternative Media here, and we are joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, and today we're going to talk about the economic mayhem we are witnessing before our eyes, as a CNBC article says, Fed's Kashkari advocates six-week economic lockdown to defeat the coronavirus. Absolutely insane. We're going to go into this and much, much more in this video today. But first, make sure to hit that like button, check those links below, and share this on social media to get around the shadow banning. Also, join our newsletter at www.imbanned.com. You can pledge, GoFundMe, Patreon, subscribe star below in the links below as we are completely viewer-funded and completely demonetized on YouTube. And also join us on Float.app, BitChute, Library, and Minds as we are going to be off of YouTube by by November 5th, 2020, only posting trailers to our full videos on YouTube after that point. So anyway, let's get into this article. As it says, Fed's Kashkari advocates six-week economic lockdown to defeat the coronavirus. And the main points of this uh, creepy goblin man, it says, Minneapolis Fed President Neil Kashkari is advocating a full economic shutdown for up to six weeks to halt the COVID-19 spread. In a Friday New York Times op-ed he authored with Michael T. Osterholm of the University of Minnesota, Kashkari said the initial March lockdown didn't go far enough. Oh, you know, destroying almost all businesses, 81% of uh, independent restaurants saying they won't survive into uh, 2021. Yeah, that's not far enough. As it continues, it says, and I quote, to be effective, the lockdown has to be as comprehensive and strict as possible, Kashkari and Osterholm wrote. As far as effective, they mean effective in complete un uh, a complete unrolling of communism because it's not going to be effective in stopping a virus that the government created in the first place it's going to be effective in forcing people into servitude and debt even more so as this article out of reuters says fed policymakers say economic growth will be muted until virus contained and as the article goes into the U.S. economic slowdown is likely to continue as more restrictions are put in place to control the coronavirus epidemic. And Americans will have to learn to live with the virus for the rest of the year, two Federal Reserve policymakers said on Wednesday. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they have a medical degree. Um, as it continues, it says, consumer spending will probably remain weak relative to the past as people avoid activities that require high levels of social interaction for health reasons. Boston Fed President Eric Rosengren said during an online event organized by the South Shore Chamber of Commerce in Massachusetts. And I quote, the forecast for the U.S. economy this fall is quite uncertain, but my view is that the recent slowdown in economic activity that we have seen in high-frequency data is likely to continue, Rosengren said. With a vaccine unlikely to be ready in the immediate future, consumers and businesses need a plan to manage the risk of the virus throughout the fall and winter, Rosengren said. No, they don't need a plan made by you guys or the government to keep them on their feet. They need literally the exact opposite of that. It's, it's absolutely destructive what these people are doing. As it continues, it says, Dallas Fed President Robert Kaplan voiced similar concerns, saying in a webcast event with the Lubbock Chamber of Commerce in Texas that Americans need to learn to live with the virus using safety measures such as masks so the economy can remain open this is just it's in i I'm, i get really angry when i read this stuff i have a really hard time reading this stuff because it's just so unbelievably absurd and they know it's absurd and they know what this is doing to the average person they know that they're destroying people's lives they know this and they put a smirk on their face and they tell you that it's raining when they're pissing on you they're basically destroying the entire global economy as, as it was meant to happen in the first place the, using this as a catalyst to get order out of chaos and that's exactly what we're witnessing right now as we see other articles come up like this 
as this one out of Reuters says, U.S. consumer prices push higher. High unemployment likely to keep lid on inflation. Um, and we're going to go into another article after. Um, but first, Tim, what do you think of what the Fed is saying right now as um, we look at possibly 28 million homeless, technically speaking, regardless of whether they actually end up on the street or not, 28 million uh, homeless people in the United States as 9 out of 100, almost 1 in 10 people, at the same time as we see all these small businesses completely wiped out and the rise of these major monopolies, at the same time as we see the restaurant business go under, which means the waitresses and the waiters get no money, which means they can't spend it into the economy. I mean, this is insane. They say this is a good thing. Well, I mean, we can go all the way back to, was it Benjamin Franklin or Thomas Jefferson said, if we ever allow a private central bank to issue the currency and credit of this nation, first by inflation, then by deflation, we'll be homeless on the continent our forefathers conquered. Well, now the Fed's going to come in, they're probably going to end up owning all the homes uh, because they can just print the money and then they're going to basically just eventually own the entire world. And it was something that you and John Styson have been talking about quite a bit. Going back to Neil Kashikari, I remember him, first time I remember hearing him was 2008, 2009, when uh, there was, uh, I believe, uh, I forgot, one of the uh, one of the senators was grilling him and he said something to the effect of, listen, I know you're working hard, just I don't know who you're hard working for. And so I, I think he was a, a former Goldman Sachs guy, Kashikari, I'm not 100% sure on that. But uh, basically, the guy was implying that he was, you know, this, uh, you know, globalist banker weasel that was there to make sure that the bankers made out. And that, and now he's, you know, found himself to be the Minneapolis Fed president. Oh, the bankers are making out. Yeah. And then, if you know what I mean. And he's probably going to be, uh, you know, the next Fed, uh, the Fed chair. I know that a lot of people have their money on him. But why is there all this push for the vaccine? I mean, first off, they're, they're saying that the virus mutates and that you, the antibodies only really last in you for five weeks. I'm about 99% sure that I it was probably one of the first people in America to have it back in like January 2nd when I was flying and, got, and I never get sick. So you did this. So I, yeah, I was the uh, typhoid Mary. Uh, and the, the first thing, and I did actually did quarantine for probably eight days. And the first thing I went to was a Sam Tripoli show, but I had him actually kind of stay away from me a little bit. So luckily I didn't take down uh, one of my favorite podcasters. I tested positive in January myself. And uh, I mean, I have the antibodies, but they say now that maybe you don't have antibodies to it, which is completely non-scientific, but they're saying that. So under the same breath, while they're saying we need a vaccine, they're saying that you can't get antibodies to it, which means vaccines make no sense in this at all. They're just, using it as another excuse to continue the economic lockdowns, to continue the totalitarian approach to keeping people at bay, to keeping people enslaved by their own means. Like literally people are begging for their enslavement right now. It's one of the saddest times in not American history, in world history, because everywhere in the world is the same. They all have the exact same blueprint for lockdown, except for a few here and there. It's basically a global prison planet, and, and now we have the proof right in front of us. The creator of the, of the Federal Reserve System, Paul Warburg, said that uh, we shall have one world government, and it's only a matter of through consent or conquest, and so you had mentioned people begging for it. They realized through World War One and World War Two that trying to beat people in submissions not necessarily the best way to do it that you try to you know you make the problem then you come in with the solution they already have this they've already had the quote-unquote solution which is you know to have uh you know universal basic income that gets you know tied to a crypto then gets tied to social credit and gets tied to oh hey you have to have the vaccine now but you know they're saying that this thing morphs you know so quickly so what the vaccine is only good for five weeks then what every five weeks you had to come in and get a new vaccine is that what they're trying to say well and if you control the money you control the people and tim i i have to ask i mean are we going to we're probably looking at deflation pretty soon with the amount of money that's going into the stock market, but eventually we're going to see that come to fruition with massive amounts of inflation down the line. Um, how safe do you think the dollar is going forward with all this insanity coming out of the Fed? 
I mean, it really sort of depends what the time horizon is, but on a really long time horizon, let's say you've got a 20-year time horizon, or you're, you know, a grandparent that wants to, you know, make sure that your kids and grandkids' futures are taken care of. You know, if you're keeping things in the dollar, I mean, your purchasing power is probably on a longer time horizon going to get, I, mean, I gotta say probably because I am a financial advisor and I am like underneath regulations, but uh, I'm not a financial advisor and I'll say it's going to be absolutely crushed, my friends. I would not, I would not be putting my money in a mattress. But anyway, go on. It's like wink if you think it's going to get after oh, I got something in my eye. <laughs> so, no. Uh, but no, it's it's just it's just ridiculous. And then you see, you know, oh, this vaccine that uh, Russia supposedly came out with a vaccine, but oh, we can't use Russia's vaccine because, uh, you know, the, they, them, those in power aren't going to make any money from it. So and then and oh, meddling, obviously meddling. And then we can't use, you know, however you say it, you know, hydroxychloroquine. And I'm not a medical doctor. I don't know if that's good or not. But, you know, it sounds like there's, there's you know, a concerted effort to suppress that because they're not going to make a bunch of money from that because it's so cheap. And so they want something where they can make a huge return. There's been many times where Bill Gates has even said, I think at Davos was talking about, you know, a 20x type returns on this stuff. So you go, you fund the research where they go and create a, you know, create this bioweapon and you then have the vaccine that everyone's clamoring for. I mean, not, not everyone, obviously people watching this and Josh and I and everyone that we've been hanging around. But, you know, if there's anyone that should be like dying from this, I mean, it should be us, you know, how we were at Porkfest around, you know, like a thousand people than just that jackalope with probably, you know, 500 to, you know, 800 people who are there. Then we're at, you know, Anarcha Vegas that was kind of canceled, but around dozens of people. And we're around, then the people we're with, you know, coming in from Guadalajara and other people <laughs> flying in. And like, we are literally the test case for, and this is being filmed from the hotspot of the world too, Maricopa County in Arizona. And, and you couldn't be, you couldn't be, be asking for it more than what we're doing. Not we're going to like a swimming pool on a regular every, basis. Every yeah, and, and they actually recommend masks, by the way, at the swimming pool. No one is wearing them, but can you imagine swim with the mask on but also on top of that i mean at, at things like jackalope and at things like pork fest we're like sharing drinks with each other and everything and it's like at the end of the day immunity will be immunity will be immunity you obviously have to be responsible in any case and if you are an old person that's really at risk of dying or someone who's very unhealthy that's really at risk of dying don't go hanging out about, around a bunch of people that are healthy that don't have to worry about that kind of stuff and also number one is don't kill millions of people by shutting down the global economy that kills way more people than anyone than the coronavirus ever will by far end stop 100% this shutdown is killing millions of people long term people don't take into account long term they never think long term they think of now and yesterday well guess what my friends tomorrow is when everyone starts dying from the from another virus and that is government and central banks and that's what we're witnessing right now and I want to go into this article Tim that says uh, out of Yahoo Finance it says gold and US treasuries can't both be trusted there's a lot of news happening around gold and a lot of news happening around treasuries and I wanted you to kind of explain what uh, what we're looking at here. So you saw the treasury yields went up a little bit yesterday on the, the 10 year. I think it went up to like 0.65. It's on it's all based off memory. So what people are thinking is, and again, I'm not saying that this is right. I'm just diagnosing what people are thinking over here is that, oh, I can get paid more money by keeping it quote unquote safe in treasuries. And then by doing so, it means now that there's less of an appeal for gold. Whereas, you know, for me, I'm like, okay, well, if the interest rates are higher, it means the government needs to spend more money to borrow, you know, the already 100% over, you know, over budget deficits that they're already running right now anyways. Uh, and so if you have to pay a higher interest rate, then in my mind, then that's, you know, a quicker way to default and being the end game. Whereas all the idiot analysts are like, oh, well, the interest rates are higher. So now, uh, you know, gold should be worth less. Well, in my opinion, the gold should be worth even more because it's less chance 
chance they're going to be able to pay it back because there's already no chance they can pay it back outside of just inflating it away. But they are correct that, you know, that they shouldn't both be trusted at the same time. But it's also weird that you, you I mean, obviously, relatively speaking, you know, treasuries are still, you know, basically record low, 4,000 year low, you know, across the world bond yields. But then you have the stock market also at, at all time highs. So you'd think that those two should not really be diverged. I mean, you should also, you should have, you know, they should be telling different. So why should people be clamoring for safety while at the same time also being in the riskiest, you know, being, you know, in, in the stock market? I mean, it make, makes, historically speaking, that makes no sense. That usually doesn't happen. But, you know, I've never really have bought the story that, oh, when treasuries are higher, gold is less of a case for gold because there's less of a case of chance of the government being able to pay back the money. And then next time there is a, you know, and maybe not even is the next time. This is going to be all one big rolling thing where it's always going to be two weeks, another six weeks. The cash carry is saying originally is, you know, 14 days. Uh, and now, you know, we're, uh, what are we, 200 days into this? I don't even, I don't even know how many days we're doing. And we see this chart here says back from the abyss, a long bond yields increased by the most in months and it shows 30 year treasury yield. And uh, obviously um, uh, this is really all starting to come to fruition right now. And a lot of people are really concerned about it. And obviously, Tim, you are a certified financial planner. So obviously, for those that are watching, if you want to become a client of Tim's, you can check the link below uh, thelibertyadvisor.com. Um, and you can become a client of Tim's if you're in the United States. Let's talk but about what happens when interest rates go up. So a lot of people who are retired now or about to retire, you have not really experienced this in your lifetime as a future retiree. Yeah, you saw, you know, 35 years ago, uh, you know, in the in the mid 80s, when this stuff was going on, I mean, right around the time I was born, it's been that long. So no one has really retired into a rising interest rate environment unless they're like 120 years old right now. So uh, so with that said, if, let's say you have a million dollars in a 30 year bond and rates go up 1%. So I mean, they're really low right now, but going up 1% is not a crazy, uh, no, not a crazy amount. So let's say rates go up 1%, 30 year bond, you have a million bucks. Okay. And let's say that, you know, that bond is paying you 2%. Okay, great. You're getting $20,000 a year in interest, but now the rates go up 1%. Now your million bucks is now temporarily $700,000. Uh, rates go up 2%. Now because of compounding, you know, it's, it's probably closer to like, you know, $350,000. Now you will still get your money back after 30 years, but what but what, what's it going to be worth after 30 years? After 30 years, great. You got your million bucks back, but your million bucks buys you the equivalent of, uh, you know, you buy like a car with it or something by the time, you know, all the horses are out of the barn. So people are not being safe in these treasury bonds. There's other ways to do it where you can help protect your purchasing power. You can help protect against things like inflation rate, interest rate risk, which is what we just talked about was interest rate risk. But there's inflation, deflation. There's a risk of the market going down. The, one of the bigger biggest risk of all is actually, you know, retiring right into uh, one of these big calamities, because if you start off year one down 20, 30%, you know, the odds of you, you know, getting back uh, where you need to be is slim to none. And then the longest risk actually of, of them all is actually living too long, which I know it sounds morbid, but it's called longevity risk because the older, the longer you live, the more chance there is for inflation, deflation, market risk, sequence of return risk, withdrawal rate risk, interest rate risk, government messing things up risk, which is, yeah, that's not really a risk that's going to happen. And, uh, and, but there's ways that we can help people through this. There's opportunities through this, but you know, unfortunately, Unfortunately, people are going to wait until it's you know too late. But right now, you know, with gold pulling back, with silver pulling back, check out the videos that Josh and I posted yesterday on this. You know, now is an opportunity to act and don't be caught flat-footed on this. I mean, nothing against I've got flat feet, so nothing against people with flat feet. But you know, it is uh, you know, it's it's a crazy, crazy time right now. And and these divergences that we're seeing, you know, really shouldn't be happening. And one of them has to be right. So. 
Absolutely. Well, um, as we close this off, as at the end of the day, it always comes down to the same thing that we've been saying for many years, and we've been bang on predicting this stuff for many, many, many years here at Women. That is, just be independent, be self-sustainable, be responsible. Responsibility is a hallmark of freedom itself. Without one, you cannot have the other. So it's very important that people break free from the system. Don't join a collective system, a collective horde. There is no such thing as collective responsibility. That's called enslavement. There is individual responsibility, and that's it. And you have to break free from that system that is enslaving you via the very thing the problem reaction solution Hegelian dialectic of problem reaction solution repeat over and over and over again they come in with the problem then they come in with the solution to solve the problem after there's fear and then it just goes in a circle forever and we need to break free from that system so always 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 be able to make sure that you have wealth insurance in my opinion this isn't investment advice but make sure you have some kind of wealth insurance uh, wealth insurance isn't an investment anyway but I mean the point of the matter is you need to insure yourself for the future and um, obviously I've always looked at a gold, silver, cryptocurrency, the properly decentralized cryptocurrencies with sound uh, fundamentals and obviously blockchain infrastructure technology uh, going into the future. There is no escaping that that will be the case. Either it will be used for evil or, or it will be used for good. And that depends on you and the market um, deciding that factor. Anyway, I really appreciate everyone watching today. Make sure to hit that like button, share on social media to get around the shadow banning. Join our newsletter at www.imband.com. All you have to do is put in your email. That's all you have to do. Uh, we really appreciate it. It helps us us keep uh, keep uh, contact with you once YouTube inevitably takes us down. But nonetheless, we are leaving YouTube either way by November 5th, 2020. Remember, remember the 5th of November um, and moving completely over to BitChute, um, Float, of course. Uh, my favorite is float.app, F-L-O-T-E.app, as well as Library and Minds. And um, we'll only be posting trailers on YouTube after that point to our full videos on the other channels. Obviously, we are completely viewer funded, so there's um, ways that you could pledge. GoFundMe, Patreon, subscribe, star, or donate. Uh, there's crypto addresses as well as a Cointree address below, which shows a bunch of different cryptocurrencies you can donate in, including Monero if you don't want to be, uh, you know, traced or tracked or whatever it might be. And we really, truly appreciate it. As always, um, we are going to keep doing this right to the bitter end, um, and nothing's going to stop us from trying to free humanity and tell the truth. And obviously, we've been hit very hard for that, but we will not give up. If you want to become a client of Tim's, you can go to thelibertyadvisor.com and there's many links below that you can check out. And obviously, um, we will be back uh, with much more very shortly. So I appreciate everyone joining us and I'm sure there's going to be news coming up right around the corner. This is Josh Sherritson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth.